0: which still read briefer in worn gothic script not that any modern postman troubled himself to haul his bag of letters up here all post was left in numbered metal boxes affixed to the wall downstairs in the entry other people's post that was meredith's personal post when she received any arrived courtesy of the outward bag room in london in a canvas sack with the diplomatic mail delivered by the regular courier but the truth was "'She rarely received any personal letters. "'People at home don't forget you "'after you've worked abroad for a number of years, "'but keeping in touch becomes more and more of an effort. "'At least that was what Meredith told herself. "'Lives diverged, and with less and less in common, "'you drifted apart. "'Both Meredith's parents were dead. "'She had no brothers or sisters. "'She kept up an intermittent correspondence "'with a couple of old school friends.' One of them hadn't written last Christmas, only sent a card, and next Christmas probably even the card wouldn't make an appearance. But they were both married with growing families, and rightly realised that Meredith wouldn't be interested in the minutiae of their family lives. Her one close relative, a cousin, was the only one who did not come into this category, Owens led an eventful life in which domestic events tended to be overshadowed by happenings in what she called the business. The two of them did manage to keep in touch, just. Whether that was a good thing was another matter. A letter had arrived today, filling Meredith with pleasure and unease. Reading Eve's news was always unsettling. It stirred old, half-buried memories better left undisturbed. Toby Smythe, the vice-consul, who always got the personal mail first, had brought it in to Meredith with a meaningful Here you are, which was explained by the fact that Eve had thoughtlessly written her name and address on the back, and Toby had read it. Unasked questions had radiated from him, but the steely look in Meredith's eye stopped him putting them to her, for the time being. She had taken it with a crisp, thank you, "'and had not opened it, even after he had reluctantly taken himself off. "'She put it on her desk and sat looking at it, "'before stuffing it hurriedly in her pocket, still unopened. "'It reminded her of its presence now, as she rummaged for her key, "'rubbing stiffly against her fingers and crackling. "'You wait a bit,' said Meredith silently to the letter. "'She let herself into the flat. "'Maria had left, but an odour of wax polish lingered.' "'Meredith dropped her bag, hung up her coat, "'and went into the kitchen to put the kettle on. "'As was typical in flats of this age, "'the living rooms were enormous "'and the kitchen a tiny marble floored galley "'where the cook had sweated, hardly able to turn round, "'while the family had sat and shouted at one another "'from either end of their vast drawing-room. "'Meredith fiddled about, taking her time, "'concocting a peanut-butter sandwich she didn't want.' "'She finally carried letter, tea and sandwich through to the spacious lounge "'and put the tray down on the obtrusively modern wooden furniture "'which officialdom decreed should be supplied for her. "'The moment she had been putting off had arrived. "'She sat down in the last of the evening sun "'and, after a mistrustful stare at the smooth ivory surface of the envelope, "'opened it. "'No wonder it was so stiff.' It contained a letter and a card. The card, it was soon apparent, was a tastefully engraved wedding invitation. For a moment, Meredith thought Eve proposed taking the plunge for the fourth time, but quick scrutiny revealed that the bride-to-be was Sarah, Eve's daughter and Meredith's godchild. A fresh wave of remorse enveloped her with a distant memory of a chilly church and a wailing baby. There, in memory's eye, stood Eve, looking young, pretty, and charmingly maternal. Beside her stood Mike, the proud father. He had been so proud of his baby daughter. Another couple had also been godparents, besides Meredith, but she had quite forgotten their names. She had been a very young godmother, and the occasion had weighed on her shoulders. She had felt a dreadful responsibility. She had also been a prey to guilt, a guilt which made her want to hate Eve, whom she really loved. She had been locked in that particular kind of adolescent purgatory, with sentiment...